Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to a cup of tea and a biscuit with me, your host, Pranusha Naidu. Well, we've already made it into our third month of 2023, and I hope that this first quarter has you thriving and not just surviving. This week, I'd like to talk a bit about overthinking. Now, if this were an Olympic sport, then I would probably be the poster child for it. Almost a multi-year award-winning gold medalist, if you will. And I've often said, whilst most people tend to plan ahead and have a plan B, I tend to overthink so much at times that I think I even have a plan Z. And it sounds crazy, but it's often true. And I found this quite a habit that I've developed over the years. Now, overthinking is basically described as becoming overly fixated on an issue in a way that it almost becomes disruptive to the rest of your life. Um, it can tend to cause you to like ruminate over your thoughts or obsess about issues or even relationships in a really unhealthy way. But it ultimately leads to a lot of unnecessary drama and problems. And whilst it's not necessarily described as a mental disorder, it's often associated very strongly with things like anxiety and depression. And in a nutshell, my lovelies, the whole bloody thing is quite exhausting, isn't it? So studies by various psychologists have actually shown that overthinking elevates our stress levels. It causes us to reduce the amount of creativity we experience. And it even impacts our ability to make sound judgments and affects how and when we make decisions. So not only are we becoming consumed by these thoughts that are running through our minds, these thoughts are fundamentally now affecting our ability to function every day. Now, I've also come across two thought leaders on the subject, and they often describe overthinking as a trauma response. Now, let's sit back and hear that. Yeah, I was quite taken aback when I heard that as well, and it forced me to stop and reassess my own situation. Because I was like, what trauma am I experiencing? But how they often described it is that maybe we were raised in situations or environments where we didn't necessarily feel protected or felt that the environments were built around a lot of trust. So what tends to happen as individuals is that we develop the sense of fear and almost this innate need to self-protect because we feel that we can't rely on anyone or any circumstance to do that for us. So later on, as we grow and develop into adults, we develop this need to analyze and dissect interactions to make sure that if we've thought out different scenarios in our head and eventualities, and we kind of understand how they're going to impact us in the future, all with this overarching aim of ensuring that we're shielded from any potential harm or hurt that might come our way. Now, these thought patterns are, are not new, but they're also quite interesting in, in how they manifest in our minds and, and how we kind of go through them. So one of the first ways is, is how these thoughts originate. is like as individuals, we start catastrophizing situations. So everything's a catastrophe. We imagine the worst possible outcome out of any scenario and then almost have tunnel vision and see that as the only outcome that is possible. Another way that we kind of view this is through this all or nothing kind of attitude. It's a very die hard kind of approach, if you would. 
and things in this situation sound very manic. So either things are amazing or it's completely doom and gloom all the way through. Um, the last method, or, or rather not method, but rather thought process that people tend to have is around overgeneralizing. Now, I found this one terribly interesting. And it often occurs when we kind of end up in this sort of spiral of our thoughts, right? Where we can't kind of pull ourselves out of it. But when things go wrong, as they will inevitably go wrong in, li in life, you know, it's normal. We then start seeing things through this negative lens and it almost contaminates everything. So that our outlook is that everything's going to be awful and everything can't be changed. And we're kind of stuck in this doldrum. And I've often come across a number of people who demonstrate this behavior quite often, very much sort of an E or Debbie Downer, everything is doom and gloom kind of situation. For me personally, the more I've unpacked this behavior that I do is the more I've come to realize that it's often stemmed from a place of fear. And secondly, it's also been about my need for control. So from the fear side of it, when I tried to unpack it and think about it, for me, it was always about how would I cope with a situation if it didn't go according to plan in my head. So if it related to romantic partnerships, it was how could I scenario plan or think about how I could prevent myself from experiencing any kind of potential heartbreak? Because let's be honest, heartbreak kind of sucks, right? And it was also about how I could almost take steps to almost safeguard myself from experiencing that hurt and also protecting my feelings. Because what if Prince Charming here turned out to not be so charming after all? Right. So it was all about self-protection. I think the control part for me stemmed from a bit more around my need to have more trust. While it also was a bit in fear, I think a large part of it was due about trust, but also maybe more about my lack of trust in others. Um, and I felt like if I could control the situation or a narrative, then surely I could control the outcome, right? Or so I often try to delude myself into thinking. And I could trust myself implicitly to make the best decisions for me. But I had almost zero faith or trust in anyone else to do the same for me. And let me tell you this, my lovelies. It's been a journey and then some. Like overthinking, I found, has robbed me sometimes of just being in the present. From experiencing life as it would happen. And even sometimes just living in the moments and letting your hair down and being free and taking things in. Quite frankly, I think I've come to realize that it was absolutely a complete waste of my precious time. And whilst I prefer being prepared, I'm always like to, like a Boy Scout, I kind of need to know that everything's organized and ready. Prepared was one thing, but being overprepared was completely unnecessary. And it wasn't warranted, wasn't needed, and was actually quite harmful to my psyche. Some of the steps that you can take or practice you can put in place are quite pragmatic. They're very fairly easy. They're things to do. It involves things like relaxation, practicing mindfulness, trying to get a different perspective on things and taking a step back or even being able to take some time to talk through situations with someone, whether it's a professional, friend, loved one, colleague. It's really all about how do we take tangible steps to shift our mindset, which governs a lot of what we do right and it's 
For me, ultimately, I think what it boiled down to is about finding a way to channel your energy in a much more positive direction. Overthinking is really hard to overcome. <laughs> like, and, and that is the harsh truth. Because the reality is that we do it so often and often so unconsciously that it is completely habit-forming. And very much like an addict, it's a tough nut to break. And it's not just about an act, it's a behavior which becomes practice and learned and almost entrenched in all that you do. So it takes time. Um, for me, I've had to become highly attuned and self-aware and catch myself when I find myself falling in these similar types of patterns. Sometimes I'm great at it, but there's still instances where I fail to realize I'm doing it. And my aha moment for me was realizing that I was so much happier when I was just embracing life and living in the moment, where I was just being. I wasn't thinking about the next step, but I was fully embracing the current moment I was in. And that was when I was truly happy. And I think I can sum it all up best in the words of the really wise Dalai Lama. And he said it best when he said, if there is no solution to the problem, then don't waste time worrying about it. If there is a solution to the problem, then don't waste time worrying about it. As always, my lovelies, it's been great to spend time with you and catching up in our usual tea time. I hope that the overthinking doesn't debilitate your ability to live in the moment and enjoy every single moment to its fullest. On that note, I will wish you love and light. If you've enjoyed our episode, please feel free to like, share and follow. Till next time, take care.